I'm looking at you. In today's daily briefing, I want to start off with a hypothetical. I want you to think for just a second. And hypotheticals are what I love. I call them thought experiments. I just kind of sit back and I think. Imagine what it would look like right now if we could take all of our current technology, all of our current social media technology, and either move it back or move World War II, Hitler, fascism forward. My question is, how would we handle it today? Think very carefully. Ask yourself this question. Think. Andy and Carol and Puff and Fat and Ugly, Donnie Boy, everybody ask yourself this question. Ask yourself this question. What would it look like? Well, first thing, there would be a number of memes making fun of Hitler, how he looked, uh, what he said, speeches. There would be memes and gifs and TikTok, and we would mock it. He would be mocked. He would be do it that way. We would, we would, we would, we would mock Hitler, I think. But, but second, we would have our local programs, our local, you know, you would have, of course, a guest. You would have couches. You would have, you know, the view or morning shows. And then you would have a series of nincompoops, ne'er-do-wells, illiterates, and fools basically opining about Hitler. Presuming, presuming, of course, we didn't like Hitler, because I, I, I don't know at this point if we like Hitler or not. I'm not really, not really sure. Nothing would be covered in terms of the depth, where he was moving, the notion of the axis, the history, where he's from. You would never have Murrow, Cronkite, Charles Kuralt, you would never have Murrow's boys, you would never have a very serious look at this. Winston Churchill would have been mocked and laughed at. Translation, we wouldn't be able to handle it seriously. We wouldn't know what to do with it. We wouldn't know what to do with it. We would laugh ourselves into oblivion. The children would maybe, I don't know, maybe, who knows? Who knows? We would see pink-haired, nose-ringed children yelling and screaming. The bottom line is we would not be able to appreciate at all the seriousness of the event. Uh, this I can this I can assure you, this I can guarantee you by virtue of what we're seeing right now. Because we don't understand what's happening. Nor do we understand the gravity of it, nor do we understand how the level of transformation of our society is like nothing we have seen. The enemy is internal. The existential enemy to our republic is internal. Now, right off the bat, that would have been lost on 90% of every morning news program there is. It, it would have been lost. Nobody would have understood. Existential? What's he talking about? That's not the way we work. I said something yesterday. And I'm going to say something right now. And I know this sounds really... How do I say this? It was in a, a piece I did last night. Which I think was very good. I want to explain this to you. And I hope you've got some time. Because I'm, I've, I, I, I've got to cover some stuff which, which we're, not, we're not even remotely talking about. At levels that I think are important. But I did something last night that sounds very highfalutin. But, but if you're a subscriber, you would have received this moment of brilliance. And, oh, for Christ's sake. The other day I said, oh, for Christ's sake. Somebody said, don't blaspheme. I said, what's blasphemous? Don't say Christ. Why? Because it's blasphemous. I'm not blaspheming Christianity. I'm using the name of it. What are you talking about? God damn it. Don't say that. Why? You're, that's blasphemy. 
I'm not damning God. Who else is going to damn something but God? God, I believe, is the only one with the jurisdiction to execute damnation. Who else should I call upon to... Last item is called, I'm not smarter than the rest. I'm just a hell of a lot wiser. It's wisdom. Now you're going to say to yourself, wait a minute, this guy just say wisdom? Wisdom. What's wisdom? Listen to me. Follow me on this one. I know this is this is un, this is unnatural for people because when you hear a lot of folks that they, they get right into, they'll they'll show you a, a a story about Roe or about Jennifer Jennifer uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren. Let's see, Jennifer Warren's great singer, by the way, especially with Cohen. Anyway, and and they'll talk about that, or we'll talk about how the the vote was stolen in twenty twenty and. That just does nothing for me. It just, it's, I mean, if, it's interesting, but, but that's not it. In a triage matter, that's not it. But let me go through this. So spend some time with this. As we get older, a lot of us are in the position of um, trying our best to figure out the world. And a while back, years ago, they did this study on young people. Young people versus older people. And I'm not sure exactly sure how how older people meant whatever that meant, whatever older older whatever age older meant. But anyway, they took two groups of people. They took, they took, they took the younger people, the young folks, and they lined them up. And they took the older folks and they lined them up. And they had them do a a particular task. And the task that was done was very simple. The, the the first category of task was just very quick, like just answer the question, kind of mental gymnastics, quick, almost like um, uh, mental agility. You know, can you answer the question? Brute force mentality. Answer the question. Okay, good. The, and and in that, the younger folks did better than the older. But here's the catch. Listen to me carefully. In the second group. They asked people the following. They said, do you see a difference? Do you see a significant difference between these two situations? What's different from this, from this? Here are two situations. Are they the same or are they different? Years ago, we would sit, remember when you were in a doctor's office, they had that highlights, you ever read highlights, goofus and gallant, and one was, I love this one. What's in this picture? that's not in this picture. I loved that. Because you have to scan one and then scan another and be, or put them side by side and tell the difference. What do you call that in life when you weigh the differences? When you weigh situational differences, it's called judgment. It's called judgment. And that's what older people have done. It's not that we're smarter or wiser. And wisdom is judgment. We've seen things before. We've seen it. We've met a lot of people. We've been in a lot of situations. We've seen a lot of stuff before. And we know we've, we've just seen this. It's not that we're smarter. We, we don't know more, necessarily. But we're more experienced. We've seen it. It's like a doctor. Show me a pediatrician who's seen a thousand kids with the flu versus a brand new Harvard medical student who hasn't seen any or seen three. He's probably smarter, one could argue, better educated. But the pediatrician, old Doc Harrison over here, who's seen a million kids, seen everything there is, can tell, oh yeah, I've seen that, I've seen that. Can you tell me what the flu is? But that's, I've seen it. That's where we are. And we need wisdom. We're not getting wisdom. We're getting... I don't know what we're getting. Now, next point. Sometimes, not you, not, 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 not you, but sometimes some of you get very upset when you hear news you don't like. You don't like this. I said, do you remember, how many remember, because many of you have been with me, I don't know when I started this, I don't know what years ago, I have no idea, but 
as far as this goes. But I said Trump is going to lose this. Trump, Trump is not paying attention. Trump is misreading everything. Trump is not reading. He is not understanding the horizon. He is not understanding this. Do you remember this? And many, many folks, many took great umbrage. They didn't like it because they were almost like children. Because they didn't want to hear me say things that were bad. They didn't want to see things that were bad. They, they, did, not, they did not like this. And I'm telling you, truth will out. To use the, the, the reference, truth will out. They didn't like it. And I'm saying he's not doing this. He's not paying attention. He doesn't understand elections. I know what I'm talking about. Let me give you another example. Talk about wisdom. There's a, 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 a commentator, you might have heard her, Barry Weiss. She does Substack, and she left the, the Times and the Post. And she was talking about all these, when, 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 Elizabeth, when um, uh, Hillary Clinton was running, there were these meters that show she was going to win and she was going to Hillary was, and and Barry Weiss's mother said listen I'm here in you know Pennsylvania and wherever and I'm seeing this is 2016 and I'm seeing uh you know barns and 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 and, and pe- people showing this perfervid almost Trump lunacy in terms of how much they love him he's going to win and Barry Weiss said, Mom, you're out of your mind. You don't understand this. He's not going to win. <laughs> Trump, Trump, it's Hillary Clinton. The wisdom, the wise mother, the political, the, 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 the person who understands this said, no, no, I see what's happening here. You, you, I don't care what your metrics say. You don't understand this. Now, what I am telling you based upon my years here, my observations, my look at the patient, the patient being our country, what I'm seeing here is very, very scary. What I'm seeing is our country headed straight for disaster. Straight. A complete and total transformation of this country like we have never seen before. Let me tell you something. Irreparable. 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 No correction. No correction. I don't know how to say this. I don't know how to say this. I don't know how to put this into words. I don't know how to... How to uh, I'm afraid I'm going to scare people. This is irreparable. And they always think of war. They always think of battle. They always think of Visigoths and, and uh, you know, Nazis coming over the horizon. That's not what we're talking about. What I'm doing and what I'm talking about is something far more insidious. Wars are brutal. They're the loss of life. We're losing something here that we cannot ever, ever, ever Put into position. This is this is this is the most. This is the most important thing in the world. I can't I I, I, I can't say this enough. It's not left and right anymore. It's not Democrats and Republicans anymore. I I put something on my YouTube channel. It was a piece. It was something from Blacklist, and there were two instances where somebody describes some things which are very, very interesting. One was, basically, they called it the cabal. And um, Reddington does this little speech about the cabal. The cabal is a shadow government. It's, it's what, what I talk about. Exactly. It's perfect. It, and, and the fact that he was said means they want you to know it. Second of all, this is also critical, in Barney Miller years ago, there was a scene where, what is the fellow, what was the fellow who was in the, in the cross-dressing show, who was, the, they, they got rid of him, um, bald-headed, remember that? Anyway, he was the actor who was in that, that show, he was played the, the 
trans person. Anyway, he's doing this thing with Dietrich. And he's explaining the New World Order, explaining conspiracy theories. And it's so perfect. And it's Barney Miller. It's this throwaway moment. It's exactly right. See, they tell you this. They tell you specifically how things work. Every now and then, they love it. Maybe they don't realize it. Maybe they don't understand it. Maybe they just don't get it. But listen to what he says about the cabal. And you can find it. Now, right off the bat, there is not one television show today on any cable platform or any place Jeffrey Tambor, right, he played this character. Go back and look at him. There is nobody who is doing this. And the reason for this, after devoting 16 minutes of this, is that there is no interest in understanding and paying particular amount of time and reverence, if you will, over the plight that we're in. It's just not there. It's, it's just, it is nowhere to be found. Hearing somebody from a school board discuss how there has to be tampon dispensers in the boys' room doesn't even come close. That's low-hanging fruit. Explaining Roe, explaining what happened, nobody understands this. Nobody. Let me tell you this. Let me be specific. Let me go out on a limb and let me be as as blunt as I possibly can. I have not heard one person, not one person. And maybe I'm not listening to everything. Maybe maybe that maybe I should be. Maybe I'm just not covering enough stuff, and that could be. I I could be. I stand corrected. I have never heard anybody from Alan Dershowitz, any of the legal scholars, any of the people, anybody. Anybody, anywhere, even remotely tell you what the Roe case is about and why, what the issue is. Nobody. Nobody. And the reason for that is multifold. Number one. Number one, as I said, number one. It's dry. It's dry. Do you know that when people wanted to talk about COVID, nobody dared, every now and then we had a Marty... Uh, McCary or, or or some doctor who would explain. Well, here's how. Here's here's the the way a a a, a very on makes, and this is what a what an ace uh, ace uh, receptor. But no, 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 no. Americans don't do that. We don't go to school. We don't. We don't. I mean, we we don't understand science. So stop, 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 stop. Just let's make fun of Fauci. Yeah, but don't you want to understand how the how the virus works? No. Don't you understand what 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 SARS COVID is? What an H one N one? Don't you know what a coronavirus? No, I don't want to. I don't. No, 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 no. We're stupid. We don't go to school. We're not in school. We don't. I don't know what that means. Just give me a big picture. Uh, masks don't work. There is no COVID. China. That's it. That's all I want to know. Even though the essence of the issue of COVID is understanding the mechanics of it, the, 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 the biomedical mechanics of how viruses are transmitted, nobody wants to hear it because they can't. They do not have the intellectual power, firepower, the interest, nothing. They don't have it. And for you to sit here and spend one minute, one single, isolated, solitary minute talking about Roe against Wade, not reading the draft opinion... Not not reading it. You've never read it. How are you talking about this if you haven't read it? And if you didn't read it, and then go to somebody maybe who understands it and say, please explain this to me. Only in America do we riot, do we march, do we scream and yell and chant and rant and pant and can't, and <laughs> which we shan't, without understanding what we're talking about. Let me say this again. I still don't think it's important. I still don't think people get what I'm saying. You don't even understand what it said. And the, and, and the closest, I think, the closest somebody said is, well, this is about people voting. Voting. They should vote on road. That's not what it's about. 
Do you think people should vote about slavery? Well, there's a 13th Amendment, but do you think people should vote about um, uh, school segregation? What's the point of having a fundamental constitutional right if we got to vote about it? What the, what is it? This also goes into the issue of federalism. Which I'm not even going to begin to. I'm not, I'm not even going to touch that one. Listen to what I'm saying. The issue is not well, we should vote on it. What do we have a constitution for? Well, in this case, you know, um, I think some people are going to the courts and they're saying that, that we have a problem in the state of whatever it is, Twitter or Facebook or YouTube or whatever it is, to violated somebody's right to speak. Okay, why don't we just vote on it? Why don't we just vote? All in favor in uh, Alabama, do you think that Twitter should violate people's speech? Raise your hand. Okay, well, you can't do that in Alabama. But in New York, you can. But Twitter is in... Where is it? Want to vote? Want to vote about that? Does that make any sense? No. And then somebody was talking about, well, what about... Is there going to be the chance of removing? In fact, in fact, in fact, the uh, counselor, the the woman who was a part of Casey was in ninety two. I forget the name of the year, but the woman who's part of Casey said that she believes next they're going to go after um, same sex marriage and uh, other things too. Wait a minute, what's the difference between same sex marriage and this? Why is that different? Why, why, is that, why is that different? This is the question, and you're not going to hear anybody talking about this. Why is that difference? Why is same-sex marriage and... What did they say? There were these wonderful little references. It was, it was a very good point. Very, very interesting. It was... Uh, because a lot of the... There's some great lawyerly uh, pieces about this, which are wonderful. Um, same-sex marriage. I want to read this one particular quote to you very quickly. I'm going to find it. Because this is the most important. And I'm going to say this, and please, if you have to go someplace, I understand. This is, this this is, this is, um, I'm not going to do a lot of uh, pictures and graphs, and I, I don't do that. A lot of these, I, I just have never been interested in that. I've never seen how people decide all of a sudden, they're, they're, you know, you're talking to them, and then you, they say, well, here's, here's, here's Elizabeth Warren screaming. I, I know you know about that, and I understand that, but I'm I'm not interested in uh, showing her screaming. Um, here we go. The lawyer who argued Casey. This is uh, this is from Law.com. Her name is Colbert. The lawyer who argued Casey before SCOTUS expects challenges to other rights, including contraception, which is <laughs> let me finish contraception, interracial marriage, and gay marriage, and that will come next. Understand that? Gay marriage. Gay marriage, Ober... I can't remember the name of that. Oberfeld or Ober, whatever it is. Uh, gay marriage. Uh, interracial marriage. Loving against Texas, 1967. You think they're going to... You, you, do, you, do you think, right now, that we're going to talk about this? Loving? Do you think loving's going to be this? You got that? You got this? Do you understand this? Do you, do you follow this? Do you follow this? Do you understand what we're talking about here? Think about it very, very carefully. Think about it very carefully. We're talking about why could they, would they reverse the anti-miscegenation statute in in that? Would they really? Would you really think that? Would you really honestly think that? Do you think that they're going to reverse, let's say, Browning as Board of Education, overruling Plessy? That's going to be law again? You think that's going to be contraception? Griswold. Now, Griswold is important because that's the that's where privacy came from. Do you think that contraception? What they're saying? Do you think who thinks here that contraception is going to be illegal again? Are there any statutes right now where people would want to? Are there any states that would want to ban contraception? And here's the question: I want to ask you a very simple question. This is important. Listen to me. Listen to me very carefully, very very carefully. 
If right now there was a law, in your opinion, that wanted to ban contraception, uh, condoms, birth control, whatever it is, birth control pills, do you believe, do you believe right now that there is a constitutional right? Forget Griswold, forget that, forget privacy, but reading the Constitution, do you believe there is a law that would prohibit a state from prohibit prohibiting contraception? Let me ask you again. Do you think under the Constitution, pre-Griswold, pre-privacy, do you think there is anything in the Constitution that guarantees as a fundamental right contraception? If you believe that, yes, push one. If you uh, say no, press two. Very simple. Let's start off. Is there anything in the Constitution, anywhere, where you can say, well, it's obviously here. There is a prohibition there is a fundamental, a substantive due process right, which makes no sense, that guarantees. Do you understand that? Do you understand that? Do you understand that? Do you understand how this works? Well, let me save you the time. The answer is no. There's absolutely nothing, nothing in the Constitution, nothing that would prevent a state from banning contraception. That may shock you. That may shock you. Is there anything in the Constitution that prevents a state from banning alcohol? Counties, cities. Is there anything in the Constitution that prevents them from closing down on Sundays? Is there anything in the Constitution that would prevent uh, you from having um, uh, tattoos or, or nose rings? If, if the state of Virginia says tattooing is against the law under the police power of Virginia, we don't want tattooing. Is there anything in the Constitution that says it? Anything. Just that rule. Just that rule. Let me, let me, this is very important. The answer is no. Absolutely not. So how does it work? When would it be a problem? Ah, it becomes a problem if they said, for example, well, only... Only people. I'm trying to think of an equal protection argument. Only, let's say, oh, this they would never do this. But if, but if, uh, if, if, if uh, people who made uh, X amount a year, dollars a year, or black people could do it, or, or if there was a, a dissimilarity of treatment, then remember the anti-miscegenation laws and loving against Virginia, uh, uh, um, 1967, white. I think it was a black woman, white man. Yeah, yeah. Remember that one? One of the problems they said was this was due process. They gave a reason for it. But it was a, dis a dissimilarity of treatment. They said, well, you can marry other people. If I, if I recall correctly, um, Asian, um, you know, that uh, Caucasoid, Negroid, Mongoloid, Malay. Th 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 there were certain prohibitions only against interracial with black. So, so aside from the fact that it was stupid, they said that's the reason. Brown against Board of Education. What was the reason? Because of the Equal Protection Clause. There was something in there. They didn't have to make up anything. They didn't create this thing called dermatological or, or, or dermic freedom to explain how to protect the skin as a, as a you know, the, the, the sanctity of artwork on skin. They didn't create this doctrine called artistic freedom. No. They, they, I mean, it's, it's never happened, but... In these other cases, in the case of the contraception, we'll get to in a moment, but these others, it, there was something already there. Bound against Board of Education wasn't about, well, you know, goodness. No, it was, it was, this was, it's very, very, it's, uh, uh, separate but equal is equal protection. It was, there is some due process. And later on, they came up with some variations of this. The point is there was something already there. There was something there. There was a, there was a basis for that. In the case of contraception, absolutely, there's nothing, there's no right to contraception. And the way the statute was written, if you'd have treated people differently, or if uh, there was something that involved true due process, because due process is procedural, it's not substantive. The only thing in this country that we care about, life, liberty, and, and property, the only thing that we care about is how we take it away from you. Not that we take it away, but how we take it away. We can kill you and kill you dead. 
We can throw you in prison for the rest of your life. We can take everything you own, so long as the procedure is fair. Where you have a hearing, you're given notice, you're told, well, what are we going to do? We're going to kill you. Have anything to say about that? I sure do. Got any witnesses? Want to put on a trial? Let's have a trial. Let's have a trial. Anybody want to have a trial? Put on your witnesses. Okay. Everybody done? Let's rule. Let That's due process. In this country, we kill people all the time. Abortion, war, capital punishment. But... And in Roe, the problem with it is that they took up this crazy thing called privacy. And William O. Douglas, when he looked at this, he said, you know, sometimes, and this is Griswold, this is, this is 1965, this is the case that started it all. They said, wow, no contraception. And by the way, they're saying, you know what this is? This is a Catholic thing, right? This is, this is, because this is, you know, con- Catholics and contraception. We don't want a contraception. We don't want to go. All right. So they say sometimes there are penumbras, zones, areas. You know what a penumbra is when you see the, like in the eclipse, you know, the penumbra. There are zones. There are these things that are created by virtue of the Constitution, the First Amendment, the Third Amendment, quartering soldiers against your house, against your will. I don't know why that was it, but. There are these penumbras and they emanate that are so profound, so inherent in human life that even though there's nothing specifically in the Constitution, we create this zone, this area called privacy. And it just made it up. And they went berserk. Legal scholars, conservatives, uh, liberals too, said, you can't make this up. What if somebody said, Donald Trump is going to be forever foreclosed from running for office again? Why? Because there are sometimes some people who are so antithetical to common sense that and that's what they do. They they go like this, and that there is a right of the of the of the country to to uh, summarily reject and expurgate from the voter rolls fascists or whatever it is. And we just make this up. What is hmm? What does that mean? Because people think it's in the constitution. Scalia used to always talk about this, this. He gave this commercial. There was something for he. I think he said it was Prego, Prego tomato sauce or something. And the husband says to his wife, "Wait a minute, is this store bought sauce?" He goes, "Yeah, it's Prego." Well, is there oregano in there? It's in there. Is there uh, rosemary? It's in there. Is there basil? It's in there. Is there garlic? It's in there. Don't worry, it's Prego. It's in there. That's what people think in the Constitution. They just think, it's in there. I get Do you know what Casey did? You know what Casey took basically Roe and then kind of twisted it? You know what their, what their version was? They said that you cannot have an undue burden, that, they, that any kind of an intrusion, or any kind of, any kind of um, interference with, uh, or any kind of new statutes, any kind of new laws, must not create an undue burden. What does this mean? What does it mean, undue burden? How does a judge, how does a court determine, huh, hmm, that's the standard? There are things that we have in this country that are not, for whatever reason, covered by the Constitution. You think somehow, Constitution, it's like you think it's a, the, the Constitution is God. Many people sometimes say, well, you know, God would not like this. How do you know? Well, it's the way I view God. God is a merciful God. God would not be in favor. Really? Well, yes, God. God would not. Okay, fine. And we think it's just in there. There used to be this thing where we used to say, there ought to be a law against that. There ought to be a law against that. Well, sometimes there's no law against it, but there should be a law against that. There should be a law. 
One of the things which is so funny, years ago, believe it or not, you know what? There was a statute that talked about speeding. You got to go, you can't go faster than 55. You can't do this. There was a one statute that says driving too slow. We, we don't know what too slow is. If you get on the highway, I think there's a minimum speed or whatever. Maybe, maybe not. Sometimes it works. We didn't know. If you crawl along and you read, where is the statute? Where does it, doesn't say anything about, well, we never thought about that. We never thought about that. I'm not being a conservative here. I'm not a conservative. I'm not a liberal. I'm not, there's, there's nothing in here. I don't know what this means. That's what Roe is about. That's what Alito is talking about. That's the issue. That's it. It doesn't cover things. It doesn't cover everything. And if you want to have abortion, I don't care whether you are for abortion, if you're against abortion, if you think life begins at, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. That's not the issue. That's not the issue. That's the issue at the state level. But is there a constitutional right? No. Now, pass it. Amend the Constitution. Go ahead. You've done it before with drinking. Go ahead. Do it. Pass a federal statute. Go ahead. Got no problem with that. Knock yourself out. That's the issue. But they don't want that. And the reason why they don't want it is because of the fact that this is a part of this neo-fascist, radical left move to change everything. To change everything. They are going after they want war. That was going nowhere. Did you see when the Pope basically agreed with me and everybody else, well, not agreed with, but shared our idea, that NATO provoked Putin. Provoked him. This is some lefty, uh, you know, Argentinian guy that people always thought was in the, you know, in the pocket of the shadow government. Well, guess what? He said the same thing. Going to cancel the Pope now? Maybe he'll lose his Facebook account. I don't know. So they don't have. They they don't have. Uh, uh, you know, Russia. I mean, they, they just do not know the first thing and nobody cared at all. And that was so stupid. And do you know why? Here's the reason why the radical left fascist shadow government continued. Because by the way, don't 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 think don't think it's Bernie Sanders or Nancy Pelosi. There is no there is no Democratic Party. You've got two vessels here. You got the Democrats and you got the Republicans. And the shadow government is like poison. Which one am I going to fill up? I want one of these. I, it's a liquid. I have to contain it. And I have to either put it in the Democratic Party or put it in the Republican Party. I'm going to put it in the Democratic Party for reasons. It, it could just as easily be the Republican. Victoria Newland, who was the the let's face it, the war ghoul, happens to be over here. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter. This is where we are right now. So the Democrats realize we're going nowhere with this thing fast. They had this plan. Now there is a, there is a belief. Now, by the way, are you shall I go on? Am I getting too ahead of the game here? It's okay. Listen to me. You might say to me, look, we appreciate this, but we, we we just want to go look at some pictures. Can we see some more pictures? Can you just maybe, can we, we're not, I don't know what you're talking about. And it's okay if you think that way. Believe me. Believe me when you say it. It's okay for you to say that. You can say, you know, I don't, I, I don't know this due process. But if you, and if you want to go, I understand it, please. Because I'm not done yet. Listen to this one. There is a very interesting case being made for one of the clerks. Well, let's just do it. Let's just go into skull, not skullduggery, but uh, sleuthing, right? Because the truth will out. Maybe. There is some suspicion, the case made, that there is one particular clerk in particular who might be the best suspect of who would release this. I leave it at that. I don't know if there's any proof of that. 
It wasn't an accusation made. I'm not going to mention the clerk's name. But what would happen normally in any other walk of life if you did that? If you did this, if you were to ever be responsible. You know, they leaked out the information regarding Breyer before. That's why he's out. They basically told him, do yourself a favor. Say Frankie uh, Five Angels, Frankie Pentangeli. Draw a warm bath, open up your veins, give it up, fall on your sword. You've, you've had a good life, Breyer. Get out of here. Okay, sure. He read that writing. We'll take care of you. We'll take care of you. Take care of you, your family. Yo, don't worry about it. What are you, 80? Enough. Get out. All right. Trust me. That was leaked. Wow. Okay. Now we have something which is never leaked. The sanctity. I don't care when you clerk, if you clerk for a circuit court of appeals, even a district judge, doesn't matter. You never, ever, you're, you're in a process right now where you're sitting there and you have been, you represent the court, you have been asked to, let's say you want to clerk for Sotomayor, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, William O. Douglas, when he came up with his Griswold monstrosity, and you do this. And you say, wow, look at this. Hmm. It would have never been considered. Now, the person is going to be heralded as a hero or heroine, if you believe in kind of a gender classification. They will be the, the, the Rosa Parks, the George Washington, the Abraham Lincoln, the Garibaldi, whoever. They, they, they're, they're going to be elevated to such a... Anybody else would be ruined. You would be... You would never... You could never get... You're the leaker... That's it. There would be you could never get a job. Nobody would touch you except now. But here's the other angle. Here's the other angle, and this is the one I love even more because I love to come up with different variations of things. Not, not because, not, not because they're theoretically possible, but because they're so uniquely. Curious. What happens if some right wing, and I hate to use these stupid terms, but I'm going to do it just for the you know, sake of it. What happens if it's somebody from the conservative bench, the conservative side, rather, who says, here's what we're going to do. Number one, I mean, listen how great this is. Are you following me on this? I'm going to leak this to Politico. Now, Politico probably would be able to say, we know where this comes from. And let me stop right there. Isn't this, why aren't they being prosecuted like uh, Assange? Well, Assange, it was espionage. Well, you mean to tell me there's no, well, this is different. See, the left who wanted Assange burned at the stake now love this person. But anyway, but I digress. I digress. Let me continue. Let's say somebody says, I'm going to, I'm going to let this out. Yeah. Why? Why? So that Gorsuch and Kavanaugh and Alito, and Comey, and everybody, Cody Comey, rather, that everybody, that, that, that they are uh, locked in. That they're locked in. That they're unable to change their mind. That they would lose favor. You got it? That that uh, that you know Amy Coney Barrett or whatever that they that they might be well you know whatever maybe maybe this draft was just kind of like a, let's see what it looks like what do you think they may look at it, nah it's okay I changed my mind I'm not really sure because they are so they're they've changed their mind at the last minute so this way it locks them in now I love that. Is it possible? Sure. Probable? I don't know. You tell me. I'm not really sure. Now, the next thing. The next thing. I want you to do yourself a favor. And I want you to try to do something. Because a lot of, I think a lot of folks here are politically pro-life, meaning anti-abortion. I hate this pro-life. Many people here are anti-abortion, which is fine. 
It's, it's your opinion. I am not. Now, that's a weird phrase. I am not anti-abortion and I'm also pro-life. I hate the idea of I hate the idea of, of abortion and I hate the idea of women bragging about it. I got it and I'm proud. You're proud of an abortion? You're proud? I got a vasectomy and I'm proud of it. Okay. Well, okay. Alright, great. I guess. You're proud of that? Normally this is somebody normally any any woman, anybody that I've ever, ever, ever even remotely encountered who had an abortion didn't speak about it in terms of that was a great yes I went back to college and I got my degree and yes I yes I did win the Purple Heart no it's, I've never heard that before never heard that before but they make it sound like it's some some you know moment of glory which is okay but my question to you is simply this how do you think I've got a number of questions the majority of the country thinks do you think the the majority of the country wants abortion? Let me let me phrase this. Wants Roe reversed? Comma. Do you want do you think the majority of people even understand what that means? Do you think the majority of people want it to be left to the states? Comma. Do you think the majority of the people in the country even know what that means? Or will they will they view a reversal of, of Roe and Casey and all these other cases, do you think they would interpret this as being somehow reversal or, or prohibiting abortion in toto? That's the issue. Because I think Americans are so bloody stupid, they'll think that somehow abortion is illegal. That that's the way it's going to be phrased. And if that's the case, the majority of people in this country are pro-choice. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can talk about it all you want. Most people think, mm. if you can't read this one, you're not paying attention. This is politics now. This is not evangelical politics. This is not God. It's not right wing. It's not Ronald Reagan. It's not. No, 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 no. Just like the majority of people in this country love the death penalty. Don't, F, don't fool yourself. 22 states have outlawed it, but most people, I know this. It doesn't mean they're bad people. It's just, just the way they are. This is politically the kiss of death. If somehow somebody says, huh, right wing, no abortions. What if that was my daughter? Wow. Jeez. I don't know. I would not want to be on that side. And the Democrats are beautiful. And they're going to forever say the Republicans want to make abortion illegal. Samuel Alito wants to make abortion illegal because they're right-wing, because they're Christian evangelicals, because of whatever it is. I'm going to say one more thing because I know I'm losing you, and I understand this is tough. This is tough. This is not the. This is kind of dry, but it's important. There is something called stare decisis. Now you go, oh my God, what the hell is this guy talking about? Stare who? Stare decisis, meaning let the decision stand. A lot of people say, we can't, all, there, there, there's got to be some finality. When you come up with it, we're not going to change the rule now. <clears throat> really? Yeah. Well, what about Plessy? They didn't mind that. Plessy against Ferguson was basically the law of the land before Brown against Board of Education came along. And it's that simple. And people say, well, I don't care about stare decisis. It's wrong. Okay, fine. The law of the land stare decisis prior to loving was the fact that miscegenation laws were legal. See, they, they, they don't like to change the law if they don't like the law. I mean, they, they don't mind it. And a lot of people are going to say, look, we just... we." Yeah, you're right. Look, Sammy Alito, this is stupid. You're right about this. It's an abomination, but you can't change it. It's not worth it. Now, to the intellectual constitutional purists, you're going to say, I can't keep a bad law around just because it's going to cause a problem. 
Every time there's been a major law, every time something has happened, you know what they told Truman when he, when he wanted to integrate the military? He said, you can't do this. You can't put blacks and whites together in the military. You can't do this. This wasn't a Supreme Court case, but it was political. But he said, well, you're going to get, you have to get along with it. You can't put people together. You can't bust. You can't. What are you, what are you doing? Every time there's a law, somebody will, will respond. That's where we are. And if I could bring back, well, <laughs> depends, the non-federalists, but if I could bring a number of our constitutional forebears back, they would say, the Constitution doesn't cover a lot of stuff. The Constitution doesn't even tell you how many justices there are. The Constitution doesn't mention the Air Force. The Constitution doesn't mention marriage. doesn't mention voting. doesn't mention anything. Nothing. It's so screwed up, we don't even know. It's vague. I don't know. It, it, it is the vague. This is nothing new. But the shadow government, the rulers of the land are so brilliant. They know exactly. What they're doing right now is they are doing something which is so critical. They are teaching you that when you don't like something, you react violently. And let me say something. I personally... I'm, I'm, Dave Chappelle, they have, I'm so tired of <clears throat> Dave Chappelle, but I will nonetheless say this. His case is so critical because people are saying, even somebody that we kind of sort of like, when you don't like what somebody is saying, you can shout them down, you can shut them up, and you can keep them off of the stage. You can do this. If somebody comes to a school, you can shout them down. If you don't like, we you will then pick up the phone, call your call this number, call your Antifa coordinators, and we will have at the ready anywhere you want. What do you want? Do you want the uniformed guys with the turtlenecks and the helmets and the frozen water bottles? Do you want them? Do you want the extremely overweight people with the tats and the nose rings and the pink hair? We can have those people there. Do you want violent, moderately violent? It's like a. It's like do you want hot sauce, moderately hot, mild? What kind of what kind of resistance? Do you want just signs? Do you want do you want cars stopped? You want to go full George Floyd on this? Do you want to go broken windows and fires? You want to do that? You want to do a written house kind of? You tell me. It's like I'm a caterer. You tell me the wedding you want. What would you like? How many people are you expecting? I'll take care of it. There are organizations that went back from Atpour, from the major strikes years ago, to the Operation Wall Street. Name it. Professionals. They know exactly. Look at Maidan 2014. Look what they do. I'm telling you, they are are event planners. What would you like? They'll do that. That is precisely what's happening right now. And this country is lost. Because we are right now, this is a form of neo-fascism. It's a kind of a leftist liberal, but it doesn't really matter whether people say, well, you know, uh, Hitler was a socialist, excuse me, he was a fascist. The Russians were fighting them. The <laughs> people, well, you know, Hitler was, forget Hitler. The Russians, these were fascists. This is where we are right now. Are you following this? And how do you fix this? I have no idea. Can you fix this? Yes. But we need something. You ready for this? We can fix it. We need a new country. We need new Americans. We need a new media. We need a new set of circumstances. We need a new form of educated folks. We need a new appreciation for what things are. We need somebody to go back. We need a Gen A. We're at the Gen A. You know what the Gen A's, these are the Gen Z's are gone. These are the Gen A's. We need to go back and do do for American politics what the blues does. We revere old, you know, Robert Johnson. We what oh brother where art thou? How it reacquainted Americans with with the traditional country music. We need traditional Americans. There is a wonderful piece 
on uh, it was a, it was it's so great. It is so terrific. But it's a piece on. Um, it's about how uh, Ron DeSantis is crazy to run for president because there is the executive is a waste of time today. And it goes into the arguments about the unitary executive versus the American system and federalism and that kind of stuff. But what I just said is, is lost. For the most part, you're going to see people merely going on online and they're going to be saying, just very, very simply, you're going to be hearing people say things like... Um, you know, it's a human life. My mother was raped, and I was this, I'm the subject of rape, and therefore, uh, you know, and, and and I'm not trying to to minimize that in the least. Believe me, I'm not trying to to do this. Uh, believe me when I tell you this. I'm not doing this. I'm not trying to say like, oh, I don't want to hear you and your rape. No, I understand it. It's a very, very, it's a very, very valid issue. But it has nothing to do with Roe. Nothing. Nothing. It has nothing to do with them. Nothing in the least. Let me tell you right now that uh, I want you to follow Mrs. L's Twitter right now. I can't tell you enough how the problem we have in this country, in addition to everything that I've mentioned, is the fact that we just can't handle multiple issues simultaneously. We can't. It's either one or the other. We can't. Ukraine is, eh. They threw every lie at you about Ukraine. You cannot imagine from propping up the Zelensky Borat to everything for, uh, uh, Putin's crazy, he's got cancer, he doesn't know what he's doing, uh, Nobody, there's no military there. They threw the ghost fighters and, I mean, they, 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 they went overtime on this one. They said, listen, just uncork this. Whatever you want to throw at America, they're not going to find anything wrong with what you say because they're just they're just not that smart. So that's over. That's done. We don't even know what and that's even more frightening. We are that's more frightening. But what's happening to kids right now? Can't even tell you. Yesterday we had Mrs. L put on a was part of a symposium here in New York. Uh we spoke uh, she I didn't speak. She spoke before I'm not going to go too too much into it. I want to. I'm not sure. I'll sleep at that. But to hear survivors speak, it's. I I I don't even know. I don't even know how I share DNA with the people who, who did these things to these people, and there is right now a movement, to completely destroy your children's innocence, their schools, where they go to school. Uh, how they learn, what their influences are. We, you are being hit by so many levels. So many levels. I can't explain it. It's one thing that I just can't. So anyway, that's it. I appreciate the fact that you stood around and stayed so long. The issues here, before we do anything, you have to understand them. And sometimes they're a little dry, a little dry, a little, a little dry. But I will tell you something. This is important. That you, once you grasp this, and we're going to do it again and again, but once you understand it, because it may be a little alien at first, it will be so clear to you, you will say, oh, I see. Because it's about issue analysis. The right to life has nothing to do with, with Roe. Whether life begins at conception has nothing to do with Rome. That's not what we're talking about. None. Period. All right, my friends, I want to thank you. Thank you for your focus. Now, listen to me. This is th- th- These are really scary times. I mean, I, I swear to you. But as an American who believes in the Constitution, if you want to pass a have a constitutional amendment. They've, they've got to, they want to um, overturn the filibuster rule, which means that, by the way, D.C. and Puerto Rico will be, oh, Puerto Rico might be different, but D.C. for sure will be a state, and that's a permanent, that's a permanent, permanent democratic enclave. Okay? You understand this? Uh, but let me say this. It's very difficult. 
Very complicated. Very complicated. But when you understand it, you will see how desperate this is. And you also realize what a waste of time 90% of the stuff I'm even watching and listening to is. It's not even, even remotely addressing any of the issues. None. I've got a friend of mine who has the Ukrainian flag on her front lawn. Has no idea where Ukraine is. No idea about it. Devout Catholic. First thing I did was, I said, oh, did you see what the Pope said? What? No clue. America loves gadgets and things that are popular at the last moment. We don't really know. We, just, we sort of, you know, approximate the issues. And that's exactly where the shadow government wants you. Thank you, my friends. Give yourself a great round of applause. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Same bad time, same channel. Bat t- channel. I'm so tired. So out of it. It's an hour of my life, but it's very, very important. Please follow me at lionelmedia.com. And until then, uh, comment as you see fit.